Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man sure. needs a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Oh. So the other day, Matt, I uh, I've been I've been trying to get a little bit more exercise. Okay. And taking a little walk and stuff. Yeah, that's mainly what it is. Just getting up off my ass because I work. Uh, mostly on my ass like very few days a week am I actually up moving around mm-hmm. and uh, I want to get the blood pumping you know keep that that heart going get a little bit of fresh air so I found yeah. out that there's a challenge in the the Bay Area here in like Santa Clara County for, to do like seven different hikes and then you're supposed to get like a okay. t-shirt I don't really care about the t-shirt but I just figured like oh these seven hikes it's could like, be like seven that yeah. I do it's like we got the 46ers up here in the Adirondacks. So there's uh, 46 points of hikes. So it's a little intense, but uh, you know, a lot of people pride themselves on hitting each peak. Yeah, and that's actually that where trip. I got that idea. I was like, huh, I wonder if they have something equivalent out here. And huh. they, that that's something that I found and stumbled upon. So I ended up going on a hike on uh, myself and my girlfriend down to essentially where, you know how San Francisco is like a big like uh, peninsula and the water comes yeah. into the bay and then it kind of goes down a little bit south. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we went to the place that's like the very south end of that bay. Okay. And I had never known what it was like. It was this little town called Alviso. And it, never heard of it. Yeah, it's really, really small and it floods. It's like just north of San Jose, I guess. And it it had this old marina. Translates and like, as a town that never learns. Oh, really? No, I'm just saying because it floods, so they, they just stay there, but it floods. Yeah, constantly. right. Well, I guess a lot of it has to do Bad with the pun. salt marsh. No, I thought you knew something I didn't. <laughs> no, I know nothing. But it's like a salt <laughs> marsh, and there's like a bunch of rivers that kind of flow into it and shit, and it's uh, it's kind of cool. It's a okay. cool little area. But there were a ton yeah. of there were a ton of birds down there. I don't I didn't see any fish necessarily. I saw like ground squirrels and birds. Okay. And All right. and like it can get the fuck out of there when it floods. Yeah, right? Just fucking dip. <laughs> so I, I, of course, wanted to see, you know, what the uh, water felt like all the way down this end of the bay because it's pretty mm-hmm. cold yeah, fuck the yeah. Pacific. Where you live, yeah, it's really cold, right? You've told me, like, constantly, like, every time you go to the water, it's like, fuck, you need a wetsuit to, like, go Yeah, in there. to really enjoy it, you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I was like, huh, I wonder, like, how this is. So I'm, I, me and my girlfriend kind of go down to, like, the, the water, and there's a lot of, like, foam and, like, kind of feathers and shit everywhere from the seagulls. But I dip my hand in just to, like, kind of feel how cold it is, and it's actually pretty warm. Okay. I was really surprised. Really? It's warm in the bay. Yeah, so it was really warm down there all the way at the end. Huh. It was a pretty hot day, so maybe that's... So you might, like, consider swimming there. Possibly, yeah. I was like, damn, this is actually pretty nice. And I was wondering to myself why no one swims there. As I'm dipping two fingers in and giving this a nice little swirl, my girlfriend goes, is that a dead seagull? Points two feet away from where I have my hands in the water. And I see a floating (laughs) up bird with a fucking legs just straight in the air. I recoil. (laughs) I got no I got no hand sanitizer or anything. I just fucking did a little uh, tea swirl right next to a dead avian just chilling in this gross little cesspool of water at the end of the bay. This is horrible. And now I realize why no one swims there. It's filled with dead seagulls. Let goal return to the sea to retire. It was disgusting, man. I had to walk the rest of the way with like a, a wet hand that possibly... Remind me to never shake your hand again. I did use my left. So at least I got that going for me. I can still shake your hand and <laughs> it won't get anything. I hope you, desan- you, you I hope you sanitized in every single way you could. When you got oh, it. absolutely. That is Just my fucking luck, though, man. Like, how the hell that sanitize your car? It was the like same everything. color as the foam on the fucking beach, so I didn't see it. 
Oh, it's so gross. It's yeah, you never know what's lurking. But I mean, there's probably a, a ton of like microorganisms that kind of like keep that in check to you. So hopefully, so God probably, damn. Hopefully you're all right. I mean, you didn't catch the seagull flu. Should, you know? should, I, should I suck the fingers on camera? Should I do it? Oh, I, <laughs> I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Dead seagull ah. fingers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh man. Well, welcome to American Slacker Podcast. Stay away from the dead seagull water. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse, your uh, seagull stirrer for this evening. You will test the waters to make sure they are safe for your. uh, Fuck yeah, I will. Unbeknownst to me, apparently. (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. You gotta gotta watch out for those dead goals. Seriously. And someone else you gotta watch out for is the winner of our pod shout out pick of the week. We like to do this little contest uh, where we pick someone from the wide range of people who have retweeted our most recent episode on Twitter. And Matt mm-hmm. always gets to do mm-hmm. the honors. Uh, we had 51 retweets yeah. this time. So who? 150? 50? What? What? I said 51. We have 51. Oh, 51. <laughs> not not quite not quite 100. 51. Hmm. Hmm. We shall go with 15 because that's the day this episode will come out. All right. Well, uh, number 15 is at Mikey Geek, and that is uh, Mike Marlowe. And that's at Mikey Geek on Twitter. The description on his profile is I put words together. Don't we all? Comics, RPGs, oh, scary movies, Oxford commas, and other associated chaos. And he has a podcast called The Fellowship of the Geeks. Ooh, okay. You can check that out at thefellowshipofthegeeks.net. Awesome. And I'm guessing they kind of talk about comics and scary movies and all that since that's what he's into so that'd be definitely worth checking out they're located in or around dallas i'm guessing dallas oh. texas unless there's another dallas that i'm not aware of okay all right worthy of checking out check that shit out definitely and go follow him at mikey geek congratulations for winning the pod shout out pick of the week oh yeah congrats so matt what do we got coming up for episode 108 here <sighs> Well, as always, we're going to start out with a bizarre news, and uh, we got a warning to all Pokemasters out there. There's somebody way better than you, lingering, lurking. Uh-oh. All right? I'm just going to let you know. Then, we're going to get past that. We're going to get past it. We're going to move along. we got some Xbox gaming coming on after that. We've been, we've been busy in a certain game. I'm not going to give it away yet, but we've been chiseling away. We want to talk about it. And then we're going to wrap it up. We got some movies to talk about. Documentaries, to be specific. And uh, there's some pretty dope ones. So stick around for the breakdown of that. And with our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. This time, we're talking about a cannabis concussion pill that's in the works and being tested in preclinical trials. So, like, for concussions, like, if somebody's subdues like like gets one yeah essentially uh you know a lot of nfl nhl uh sports players who suffer head injuries uh, associated with cte that's anything along those lines okay that's pretty dope that's great to see with all this shit coming out all these issues with the brain trauma definitely it's i think anyone who suffers from any sort of head injury will be able to benefit from this if it turns out to be uh beneficial in human trials right now they've conducted some trials in rodents using a hemp derived cannabinoid and here you go and methyl deaspirate i think i did pretty good or n or damn good or nmda uh, which it, it's an amino acid and they use both of these combined to improve cognitive functions after traumatic brain injuries Okay, okay, so it kind of returns them back to normal in, in as much as it can, I guess. Promotes healing, at least, is what it, is yeah. what it sounds like. And uh, this has been going on in 2016 uh, in, at the University of Miami. They received a $16 million grant from uh, Scythian Biosciences Corp. Scythian. I had a, hard time, had a harder time with that than the fucking <laughs> than the name of we'll the chemical. Um, we'll give it and they're out of Toronto, so this is a Canadian company who's working with the University of Miami, and they're combining CBD with NMDA amino acid to treat these brain injuries, and it's worked out well in rodents. The next step is to do a small clinical trial with humans. 
Oh, man. All right. Who's going to volunteer, man? Who's going to get whacked over the dome <laughs> with the uh, big mallet? And then <laughs> I think there's enough people the that currently have head injuries that they can just sign uh, one of them. They're not going oh, to they're not gonna bring more. them in. <laughs> Damn. I was just thinking they were going to bring in some fresh testies that were, you know, they start them at base. Because the, the way I see it, oh, okay. if they're going to do it the right way, if they're going to do it the right way. They need the control group okay. that starts at fresh, like a bunch of nice, right out of college, young, young kids. You know, they're they're looking. Just gonna like have they a, a dude in a lab coat with a bat. <laughs> Hand you two hundred no, bucks. No, not a bat. What are we fucking psychos? <laughs> He's got a nice little mallet. <laughs> oh, All right. okay. Nice and controlled. And well, scientifically, he just comes over and gives him a whap, and then we start from there. Right? <laughs> well, if Doc from Back to the Future whacks you in the head with any sort of blunt object, this this concussion pill might help you out in the future. And we're hoping uh, <laughs> that they can, you know, get full FDA oversight uh, within the next three years like they're hoping to do. And we're, we'll post up this article, which has uh, plenty more information on it, on our Facebook page on Wednesday, like we do every week with our cannabis article, so you can... Check that out if you want to. Man, I gotta ask you, have you played Pokemon Go? Were you big on that? I think we, uh, we've talked about this before. When it first came out, I lived in a very walkable area, so yeah, I, mm -hmm. I popped it up and I would go catch, like, some Pidgeys and shit. Did you get far? Uh, eh, like not too far. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know what it was? The data. The data fucking killed me oh, on it. Data Just like the guy in our last, uh, segment episode who, like, broke in for the Wi-Fi. Like, I was that desperate. If <laughs> oh man, I wonder if that was a Pokemon Go incident. Could have been. Think of that. Very well, could have been. Man, well, I never played it much, but uh, you know, a lot of people we like they get addicted to it. It's a it's a pretty popular game, man. Very true. And uh, we're we're going to Taiwan in our next story, where we've got a grandfather, a grandfather who is straight addicted to this shit and rides around in his bike with eleven smartphones to play Pokemon Go. Talk about the data, eleven smartphones. Man. Jeez. You want to talk about the data? Talk about the cash. This dude spends around twelve hundred and ninety dollars a month, U.S. dollars. There's no on his cell phone. There's no jackpot for like fucking dude, Pokemon you Go. You don't get money unless there's some secret gambling organization that I don't know about for Pokemon Go. You could be selling them, maybe black market yeah. Pokemon. Building up an account and selling it. I mean, hey, people did that with like World of Warcraft and shit. Very so true. maybe. I don't know, maybe the, we just don't know. But man, this guy rides around, he's got portable batteries in like a nice little basket. <laughs> nice. Keeps his phone going. He says he can go for 20 hours at a time if he wants to. Holy shit. You need to sleep yeah, and man. like shit. Like what are you doing, man? Man, apparently he learned about it from his grandson and I wonder if his grandson's like, fuck, what did I do? <laughs> Grandpa's never around anymore. He's just pedaling around Man, trying to catch Grandpa's fucking piece. <laughs> he's quite the celebrity, I will say. Like, he's uh, quite famous on Reddit. And uh, even the news started to uh, track him down. And uh, that's when he actually learned about his fame. He had no idea how famous he really was. But uh, people, you know, fellow Pokemon Go users had snapped him, you know, put him in social media posts. He's like, what? This is and, weird? Uh, I didn't... Yeah. I don't... This is completely normal. <laughs> You, you don't have 11 phones? For Pokemon Go? Huh. Like, how are you playing them? One phone? I, I don't believe it. Man. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's crazy to see. Hey, age has no limit for fun, no, apparently. You sure. know, I mean, shit. Glad to see this guy getting out there. He's getting exercise. He says it also helps him combat Alzheimer's disease and, and fend it off. And ghost Pokemon. So. I don't know if there's any studies in all the this, show. All of his friends are ghost Pokemon. That's why he's doing this. He doesn't have any Aww, friends left. Aw, Cubones and shit. That's sad. <laughs> Some haunters. I always think about that music. You remember that music when you rolled up into that haunted town? Yeah, there was that uh, uh, urban legend that it like made kids like jump out windows and shit. Dude, it was creepy. Yeah. I never liked that town. I'll tell you that. If you've heard about that urban legend, uh, hit us up on the Facebook group. I haven't. Yeah, because... Let us know. Yeah, yeah, someone post something about it, because I know I'm not the only one, unless this is some Dude, sort of Berenstain Let us know. Shit. Yeah, I want to <laughs> I want to hear about that. And uh, I want to hear if you've heard about a crazier Pokemon Go player, because this is ridiculous to us. The worst kind of Pokemon you can find while playing Pokemon Go is a uh, naked man making cat noises in a bush. <laughs> Oh my god. This is uh, Oh my god. Kitty Kitty Offender. And this is a, uh, an actual thing that happened. This isn't a fantastical Pokemon creature. In the UK, a man was making cat noises in bushes. Uh, I don't know if it was to lure children, but that's end what ended up happening. Because uh, a group of young girls stumbled upon him, and all he had was a cushion. 
that he was holding in front of him, which I'm wondering if there's a couch, like a love seat missing uh, duvet pillow or yeah. uh, throw pillow. Is there a bigger story to this? Where did he get the cushion and whose house has he been to before this? Yeah, that and uh, get some fucking clothes on and stop luring children into the woods. This, <laughs> this man was, I guess, out there for a few days. Uh, making like cat noises and shit and they they had passed by and heard something and uh, I guess at one point a neighbor even saw like a cat run out of that area so they thought like oh there must be kittens you know it, like in there and, and the little kids being like little kids they just wanted to like help the, the kittens and they kept poking around there only to find some fucking weirdo completely naked and well not completely he had a cushion uh, naked with a cushion being held out in front of him. So uh, I guess he was being half decent and kind of covering his shit. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing that always uh, like or like makes me like wonder with th- these kinds of things. It's like you're naked, but you have what a cushion? That like where did you get that? Where are your clothes? And why was that your only thing? Maybe he was r- run out of somewhere that he shouldn't have been. And already had his clothes off because I, I. Why would he be there for days? I don't know. The, that's the bump. Stranded, right there. <laughs> Stranded. No, this is, this is, uh, no, this is kitty kitty molester out there on the loose. Somebody needs to catch him, and it's not a Pokemon Go either. <laughs> this is it's not a Pokemon police. situation. Yeah, and they are looking need- for him. Because they, the children yeah. were left shocked from the situation. I will say one thing: I don't like to blame the parents usually, but in this case, uh, the. <laughs> The parrot said that they thought that maybe it was just like a uh, like cats or a rat or something. They said uh, the concerned parrot added they hadn't given it much thought, presuming it could be rats. But the kitten sounds could be heard over the following days. So you're just gonna let your kids go hunt out some rats and fucking play with rats, <laughs> like? Yeah, that's not cool. Like, oh, that's it might disease. be cats, that's it might be rats, whatever. My kids are. <laughs> are pretty uh pretty good with animals oh my god what are they doing with their kids out there where is this this is in the uk i'm not sure exactly god where in the uk cheshire fucking crazy nab the kitten man and don't let your children play with rats it's yeah. as simple as that that uh, this might be <laughs> a uh, sasquatch type situation too it might not be a naked man but this might be some sort of werecat uh debacle <laughs> we got on our on our hands where there's a there is a cat that has transformed into a man, hence only being naked with a cushion. Maybe the cushion Ew! was out there Ew! being used uh, as some sort terrified. of nesting for the the, bun- the Kindle of, of kittens. The confusion of the kitten is, is now just dick swinging with nothing, but somehow there's a, a, a cushion in front of him, so he grabs it naturally. Yes, to, co- to cover up. his mommy. I mean, I'm beyond words. That's the only the only thing besides like this guy's a fucking weirdo that that I could come up with. Uh, well, I mean, most likely <laughs> the guy is just a fucking weirdo. There, yeah, I, I would I would tend to agree with you there. Moving along to another crazy story, we're going to the west of France, where they've come up with the uh, the out of the box. I will say it out of the box idea to deal with trash. In a uh, theme park. Okay. Now, you know, you're probably thinking, like, what could they do? Maybe they got some robotics. We're moving along in technology. Flamethrowers. Flamethrowers. Descent- okay. Just fucking Burn roast it. the trash. Doesn't exist. Burn that shit up. No. Not exactly. I, th- I feel like that might be a liability with all the people running around. I'd do it This could hours. still be a liability, honestly. <laughs> We're talking about a theme park has come up with the idea of training a murder of crows to pick up cigarette butts and small pieces of trash and litter to bring them back to a post for food. Like, it's kind of like they drop the trash and get a little reward. They got a currency system set up. Yeah, they got a little system going on, trade and barter. These crows are smart. They know what's up. Crows actually can have a larger brain in proportion, like, to their body than, like, we do as humans. Really? So they're pretty fucking smart. Yeah, they're really, really smart. They have their own dialect when they talk to each other. There's, like, southern crows and northern crows? Yeah, they can actually change their fucking, like, accent in crows, too. I was looking into crows a little bit. They're pretty fucking fascinating, man. Damn, I have heard of stories of people sort of giving them things in exchange for other things, but I've never seen them weaponized in such a way that they clean up an entire theme park. Yeah, man, they're pretty fucking smart. Like, uh, yeah, they just, they learn, hey, there's a reward for it. It's good food. Fuck it. This is easier than having the forage. Why not? Yeah. Do a little, little system here. That's amazing. 
Now it is amazing, man. Now how do I get uh, crows to pick up fucking quarters for me, and I can just leave like peanuts outside? Ah, uh, I don't know, man. I got no advice for you. Maybe uh, you start your own little system out there and uh, throw a quarter at a crow. And then if he brings it back to you, you can roll a piece of popcorn or something. What if he just flies away with it? Now I'm down a quarter. <laughs> well, then you got to have something else. You got to have like a net gun, maybe a BB gun. Take care of that quarter. quarter. on a string. Get your quarterback. Get your quarterback, man. Drill a hole, put it on a string. <laughs> You're not going to let that fool take you for that quarter. I'm Come smarter on. than a crow, I hope. I would I would definitely hope I'm smarter <laughs> than a crow. <laughs> quarter on a string. Like, you fucking got me. Through I've wasted all of my laundry money Yank. on this fucker. Be, be real smart quarter with a hook through it. There you go. Fishing for crows. Get back here! Reel him in! <laughs> oh, man. That's that's no way to, uh, to train your crows. Do, do you think no, you can train other, like, swarms of things? Like, you said a murder of crows. What about a swarm of wasps? I feel like they are untrainable. Yeah? They will do what they Can't want. Can't motivate them like a flea circus? I don't think so, man. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> yeah, they might be a little too unruly, especially if they've been drinking. Oh, God, who gave them alcohol? <laughs> well, nature, Mother Nature is uh, handing out the, has got the tab covered and is handing out the shots because every summer wasps get drunk uh, due to a way that their life cycle works. Um, the larvae aren't being laid anymore, therefore they aren't secreting this sugar juice that the workers subsist on so they start looking for different things and what happens at the end of the summer turns to fall apples and such start to fall from the trees therefore fermenting and getting these wasps drunk as shit now some people sing oh, no. when they get drunk these wasps sting when they get drunk that is not good no they are the dude in the bar that wants to just start trouble it's like 30 tiny time. dudes in a bar this is like uh but Here's the thing, though. They're like the 30 tiny dudes that, like, pack a punch like Conor McGregor. Like, they, like, fucking whack you. You're fucked. Yeah. Like, oh, man, this would be like a, bu a bunch of uh, bodybuilder little people coming in and just, like, kicking your ass at a bar. Like, because <laughs> they, they got that drunk strength. Because I guess wasps, they have, they get drunk just like anyone else. It, but it takes up way less. Their tolerance is super low. They need, like, a thimble full of cider. Not even probably like a drop, droplet on them, and they're just like hammered, ready to fucking fight everybody. <laughs> Little Conor McGregor wasp slider. I'm gonna fucking fight you. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like the equivalent of us fighting like a 300 foot giant, like just like fuck you. Like dish, me, dish, dish. you, and 12 other dudes get drunk and fight an elephant. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, be That's an easier battle. I mean, well, I guess if you, uh, for the elephant, us with swords. <laughs> Equip us with swords at least. Right. And I feel like that's a fair battle. Yeah, then then we'd be able to stink. But this is something that happens all the time, uh, every summer. You know, they're looking for this fermented fruit. They get drunk. Really? Around the world? So yeah, yeah, if you're getting stung more at the very end of summer, this is possibly why. They might be they might be belligerent. Drug boss? They are belligerent oh. and they need to go home. Man. Take a an so Uber back to your hive. You've had enough, sir. Go home. Seriously. Jesus. Drunk fucking wasps. Man. Well, uh, Jesus. Maybe the culprit in our next story could use a little something to calm it down. Because we got a man being chased by something in Germany. He's calling the cops, right? He's like, hey, I'm being fucking terrorized. I got a creature While after While running? Me. Yeah, he's running away. He's running away. Fuck the guy! He's literally chasing me! Me outside the I'm sorry, that's that's pretty funny. Like, imagine like having to dial while running full speed. Like, Dude, I don't know how you dial. Or if you I, I, if you have to Google the number for the police first, running full speed while Googling a number, and then dialing that number. Does Germany have not one one? Uh, maybe they got like. It's probably like one one eight seven seven two three five two eight eight three nine four. Like, it's probably just like, so oh. you gotta know the jingle, just like on uh, the, the IT crowd. I really wish this wasn't so loud. <laughs> Most people get murdered before they get three quarters. Because you fuck up halfway through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta start over again. And, uh, yeah, so this guy is running. The cops actually show up. He is still being chased by the terrorizer. Oh God, what is this terrorizer that's coming after him? Here's the M. Night twist. The terrorizer is a baby squirrel. Oh, no, a baby squirrel? 
the baby squirrel, man. And as soon as they capture this little fucker, he falls asleep in the hand, like the hands of the police. Well, that's just adorable. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So this guy was running and deathly afraid from you know little two point five ounce little baby squirrel. It, why? Why was it chasing <laughs> him? Just for like, did it? Well, it, apparently squirrels actually will chase humans when they're in need of food of help or help. Oh, like, I just injured. need help. You know, this little guy probably fell out of his nest. He's probably scared. He's like, oh no, you know, maybe this is my mom. Hey, hey big guy, help me out. Maybe this is my dad. And this guy's just being a dickhead running away, and he's like, daddy, please come back. <laughs> come back. To How me. far do you chase him for? Ch long enough for this dude to call 911 or whatever German fucking emergency number there is, <laughs> and the cops to show up, and he was still being chased around. That's ridiculous. It must so, have been like a run a little no bit, nuts. stop, run a little bit, stop kind of thing. Maybe he was juking him. Was like, <laughs> I ran a marathon. This little baby squirrel's buff as shit. Like, just like going. He looks like I've got a picture of him. He looks like a little innocent baby. Uh, hopefully, he gets you know adopted or maybe put in like one of those little nature places that rehab him. Get him back to nature. He's he's a cute little guy. Nothing to be afraid of. Would you run from a baby squirrel? No, I'd run to a baby squirrel, <laughs> man. I love animals. I'd run at a I love baby squirrel. Run at him all the time. Fuck him up. Away. It's a sad story. You can run to or you can run at. Like, but there's there's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Running at is a little aggressive. Get over here. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, if you need German police to save you, I hope our, the person in our next clip is not in Germany. I, I think this is uh, more of a. Uh, this looks like an American mall cop situation. In our funny clip of the week. Yeah, I, I think it is. I, I don't know. I mean, it says police, so I mean, but I feel like it's like amateur work. Oh, yeah, this is definitely amateur hour. In our funny clip of the week, we have uh, what looks like a, probably a shoplifter running from what looks to be a mm -hmm. couple of mall cops. Yeah. And he's, yeah, fair to he's say. running through what looks to be a mostly empty parking lot. And juking him. There is one car. Doing the left There's and the right. Car there. Left, right, left, right. And like, because you, you know, people can run at a quicker turn radius than like a car can actually turn. So he's just kind of looping on him and trying to avoid the one yeah. on foot. Oh, yeah. Oh man, and it doesn't work out well for him. For the cops, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. How does that cop not see this? The uh, we got a cop that plows into the only car. In the parking it's, lot. Well, I guess it'd be the uh, there'd be two cars because there's someone filming him from within a car. But yeah, true, true. But uh, <laughs> it's pretty fucking bad. Like you don't want to wreck someone's property while trying to apprehend other property. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, what did he steal? Like a couple of things, maybe like a hundred dollars worth of something. He just did like fucking thousand dollars worth of damage. Easily. Do you think that that may have been the shoplifter's car? That would be hilarious. Then there'd be... Because then it's like, we break even, except for this damage to the cop car. Yeah, they just shake hands and walk away. It's like, you can have that <laughs> yeah, we're stuff. Good. Imagine that's how uh, mall cops work. It's like, if they saw you stealing shit, they're just like, all right. And they go out to your car with like a bat. And it's just like... Oh my God. Bah! Bah! They like rip off the fucking side mirrors. And they're like, yeah, feel free to leave. Like It's like, oh, fuck. Maybe I should take uh. that shit. I'm glad that's Fuck, not what's how that the world term? Works. When you're at like a stalemate almost in a game like Kismet, like what is it? Fuck. Ah, uh, I don't know. We're at a stalemate. We'll call it stalemate for yeah. now. Fuck. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if that's his car. I wish that's the only answer I had. We're gonna be posting this we uh this clip up on our Facebook page on Friday, make the end of your week a little bit funnier. So uh be sure to go over to the American Soccer Facebook page so you can check out the funny clip that we are laughing at here. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous, man. Ah, oh, check it out. Well, we're getting ready to go into Xbox gaming, but before we do that, we got a word from the Aggravated Hour podcast. The world isn't a paradise, and you'll find out why with each episode of Aggravated Hour, a podcast created to release aggravation while being entertaining. This show isn't for the faint of heart. This show is not for those who think most people are good. This podcast is to showcase how aggravating life can be. We hope you laugh, but really, who cares? Find us anywhere podcasts are available. Aggravated Eyes.
And we are back. We're talking about some Xbox games. You know how we do. We like to jump on Xbox Live and see what's going on in the world of gaming. We got some uh, cool new games coming out, Matt. Oh, we got a bunch of cool games coming out, man. We've been busy with one game, though, that I want to talk about real quick. Yeah, No, no Man's Man Sky. Oh, no Man's Sky. Dude. It is beautiful. Oh, man. We've been having a lot of fun. It's like an infinite universe. It's a space exploration game. And I've got to say, you know... You got this game. You got me into it. It's pretty. It's pretty good, man. I get. I get like. I have to take it at pieces at a time. Yeah. But it space a lot is to a do lonely place, man. It is a lonely place. That's why I don't like to play it alone, man. <laughs> I wait till you're on. And that's one of the cool things is the fact that they actually added multiplayer into this uh, with the release onto Xbox. It was previously released for uh, PC and I believe PlayStation as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on all of them. Uh, but PC probably has the best, you know, honestly, and then when, it comes when, when it. they came out with next, that's when they dropped it for Xbox. They added true multiplayer, which what we, we were mm -hmm. obsessed with this game when it first was coming out and it wasn't even coming out for Xbox. It was just supposed Dude, to be, yeah. uh, you know, the same concept, a giant, uh, universe, uh, multiple galaxies that you can zip zap between collect different resources to build your ship, build your, uh, your space fleet, if you will. Um, and it's. It turned out to not actually have multiplayer in it when it first came out, but now well, it was a it was a controversy. It didn't just turn out to not have multiplayer. They they like didn't say they weren't gonna have multiplayer. People were like, wait a minute, they like, there's no motherfucking multiplayer. And you motherfuckers said there might be multiplayer. They left it to other people to figure out, and uh, you know they thought they could get away with the fact that oh, it's a giant universe, you'll never see each other. But yeah, people figured out the coordinates and, you know, found the planet and met up and, and were talking and chatting. They couldn't see each other. They were on the same planet. So obviously there was an issue with it. With the advent of No Man's Sky Next, they've solved that to some extent. It's a uh, four person multiplayer, so you can play with your friends yeah. zipping around the, the galaxies there. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. I'm going to say, you know, it's not crazy. Like you're just going to run into like, you know, a hundred man, like a pub match where you go to a planet and there's some asshole waiting for you. Right. But... People can join your game randomly and become a nightmare for you. Yes. So you got to be on the lookout for that too. And and you know the the achieve it's one of those open ended games where you can do kind of mm. whatever you want with it. You can focus on building yourself a cool base on like a really habitable planet. You oh, can do man, what I'm yeah. planning on doing, which I'm an achievement hunter. If anyone listens to the show, they know. And I'm going to be trying to make my way to the center of the galaxy, which I guess is one of the mm -hmm. objectives that you can take in this game. Yeah, yeah, and it's deep too. I mean. <laughs> We've gone, I, I don't even know how many galaxies we've hopped so far, like, together, four or five. I mean, you've gone probably a few farther. It's it's insane it's how cool place. it is, because, I mean, the galaxy's big as is, and then you realize, oh, there's infinite of these. Yeah, so like, getting all real the way to the size. center is going to take quite some time. <laughs> <sighs> so if you're into the planet, like, exploration, the space-type deal, this game might pique your interest. Yeah, it'd be it, right uh, up your alley. It's wild, yeah. Definitely fuck around with that a little bit. Right up your but, asteroid. Ooh, Jesus, I yeah. like that. <laughs> Sexy. Another game that's uh, coming out soon that uh, I guess everyone should kind of be on the lookout for. This is one that just popped onto my radar recently. It's called Strange mm -hmm. Brigade. What is this shit? You didn't even tell me about this, sneaking this in here. They, this is uh, called by WindowsCentral.com, one, one of mm -hmm. Xbox's best upcoming indie shooters. So this is an indie really? indie game up to, it looks like four players, and it's kind of uh, a run-and-gun shooter uh, in okay. like an Egypt sort of thing. It looks like a lot of the uh, enemies are mummies or mummy-related, if you will. Oh, and you got to kind of okay. to Tomb Raider your way through this place. And and just nice. kind of bla blast the enemies as they come. It, it looks cool. And it when's it released? Do we have a release date for this? I believe it releases the twenty eighth of August for Xbox One, okay. PlayStation Four, and Windows. And it's priced at oh, it's wow. priced at fifty dollars, um, which is kind wow. of interesting for an indie hmm. game. They have a collector's That's really edition for eighty. Man, coming out on the trifecta though, maybe you know, maybe it's a hard hitter. Has more depth than you're expecting. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it's you know, it's got an, a puzzle element, a shooting element. There's like traps that you encounter. There's enemies uh, that are of like mythical Egyptian-looking kind of kind of feel. So it, it's cool. It's something that I feel like we would be able to have a lot of fun on. Me, you, like a couple people, like jumping into a group and mm -hmm. blasting some Get mummies. Uh, that sounds fun. So be on the lookout could, for that uh, for at, uh, on the 28th at the end of the month here. Nice. 
You got another game you're looking at called the We Happy Few, I believe, right? Yeah, We Happy Few is uh, one of those interesting story type games. It kind of reminds me of like Bioshock in the way that the uh, the art is designed. And I remember playing the demo for this a while ago. This actually released on the 10th, so it has come out. I haven't gotten a chance to play the full game yet. But a lot of people are saying they liked it. Got a 93% uh, from like Google users. Okay. And uh, a 7 out of 10 on Steam and three, uh, 7.3 out of 10 uh, from IGN. The artwork definitely looks far out. I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, and the concept is it's like a dystopia where everyone's sort of taking drugs that keep them happy and, like, medicated and not seeing the truth. And I remember in the demo, there's a point where you, like, are supposed to beat a pinata and it turns out to be, like, a rat and you're, like, not taking your meds <laughs> so you can, like, see what's actually going on. Um, it looks super creepy, dystopian, uh, <laughs> and and weird. And people are enjoying it from uh, the at least the early reactions to this game coming out. Okay, okay, it definitely sounds intriguing. Looks intriguing. You know, if so, it uh, if there's some sort of sale, or maybe if it's on Game Pass, it might be worth getting that Game Pass for a month to try it out because mm. uh, this seems like one of those really good story games that people are going to play, and it's going to end up being one of those classics that everyone goes back to. Yeah, yeah. And that Game Pass, it seems like when games like this come out, um, you know, they pick and choose who's going to be on the Game Pass, but it's worthwhile, you know, grab it a month here, a month there. You know, State of Decay 2 was on it pretty quick. I, I, you might be right. This game might actually be on there relatively soon from release. Quite possibly. And you know, Matt, that actually segues quite nicely into the next thing I was going to bring up, which was the fact that there's now a new version of Xbox Quests that are specifically for Game Pass holders. Really? It's a so whole got... separate uh, hmm. one from the normal quest that you hear us talk about on our Xbox gaming section. And they can apply to both, obviously, right? What do you mean? Like, Game Pass can, you know, if they're doing the quest for Game Pass, they can still do the normal Xbox quest. Yes, but if you don't have Game Pass, you won't be able to do those quests. You only have mm -hmm. the regular Xbox ones, yes. which we will go over um, in, in a moment here. But I just thought it was interesting. I might end up getting Game Pass just to try it out and, like, give the listeners a preview of, of what they're offering and stuff like that. Because right now I'm locked out. When I, okay. when I try and click on the quest, it says, like, you don't have Game Pass. So, ah. if We Happy Few goes on there, I might pop on Game Pass, and then I'll be able to check mm. out those quests, give you a, you know, a report back in a month, let's say. Yeah, yeah. We tried it. I mean, Game Pass is cool, but it's, you know, a lot of the games that we've played before. Yeah, you know, so. if you like going back and playing older games that you might not have tried in the first place, Game Pass is probably worth it. But if you're someone like us that likes to, you know, spend money on the newer games that come out anyway... Then maybe mm -hmm. the twenty bucks that you spend over over the course of those months, are, it, it, you're better off putting it's, it towards a game that's coming out like Red Dead Redemption Two or like something cool. Oh shit! Hell yeah, Red Dead Two. We're looking forward to that like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Xbox Quest, man, what's going on this month? What do we have to do to apply to win all of these great goodies? Well, they, it's weird. They actually cut the month in half this uh, this time around, and because they're doing a stretch of summer long games uh, at, of two weeks at a time. So these quests that we're talking about are going to be specifically for August fourteenth to the twenty seventh. Okay. Which will be when this episode comes out. So we got you covered. The first quest is going to be play thirty minutes of multiplayer every day by August twentieth. So every day, uh, like literally, you have to pay, play like multiple at least once every day. By August 20th. So yeah, I guess it's every day until until that day, Jesus. which is going to be tough if you're not an avid gamer. <sighs> Call your life until it, it's on hold. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and then the second quest is get one new achievement every day from the 21st to the 27th. Hold on. You're not just going to tell your life to hold on. You're going to have to have some skill at this. Yeah, or have some easy <laughs> ones lined up. You might be able to plot mm. this out in such a way that if you do, mm. you know, multiplayer for 30 minutes, that could just be dropping into PUBG and uh, sitting around until the end of the match. Mm, that, true. That could be yeah, 30 minutes in one match right Your there. achievements could be like a level a Lego Batman game. Definitely. Where you just jump in and Or maybe some of the, the games that we're going to suggest with games with gold might have some easy ones mm -hmm. for people to pick they up. They might. They might, man. And moving along to games with gold. This month we've got a bunch of good games. I've got to say at least the first one I'm a big fan of. I bought day one. Forza Horizon 2. 
They're giving you the standard edition on August 1st to the 31st, the whole month you got to download this. And uh, I've got to say, it holds up, it's just as good as the third. The only thing that changes location, maybe the car choice. Okay. You know, that's one thing that changes. But uh, this one, you get to, you get to cruise around the, uh, the Italian roads. It's really cool, man. This one's set in Italy. And, this and is... it's a festival type deal with cars. Okay. I was going to say, this is more of a realistic driving mm-hmm. game, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like some kind of crazy car festival that lasts, you know, over the course of a week or whatever. Realistically, it never ends in the game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You're just driving around street racing with uh, circuit racing. You know, you got your your time lapse. You know, all your street racing, you could find a random car on the road and just race them. Or you can go online and have a lot of fun. I used to uh, do a lot of drifting with a lot of our buddies. We'd get on there, and there's, like, cool little loops or areas of the map that you can just hang out and do, like, cool drifting courses. Nice. So is it open world? Oh, man, completely open world, wow. which is, uh, you know, different. You know, there, there's the two aspects of Forza. You got Horizon, and then you got Forza Motorsports, which Motorsports is more like to the track, no uh, on the street type deal, and um, Horizon's all on the street. Okay, you cool. Know, more, more towards the modding base, you know, the the physical modding. Mm-hmm. So it'll make your car look pretty and all that shit. I have it downloaded. I haven't gotten the chance to play it yet, but I'm not a big car um, video game type of person usually. Uh, I'm definitely yeah. going to give it a try, though, just for, you know, shits and giggles. Get some get some easy achievements. Honestly, this is the premiere of uh, car games on Xbox. You know, it's Forza. It's cool. the Gran Turismo 2 Xbox, but it's better than Gran Turismo. I've got to say, like, I've played all the car games, and uh, Forza has been, like... My flagship for the last decade, for sure. Nice. Well, I'll yeah. have to check it out along with the uh, the next one that we have given away. This is an Xbox 360 game, and hopefully you're able to jump on it because it's only available from the 1st to the 15th. If you're listening to this episode, day it comes out, go download that because you have only today left um, to grab it. Get on it, sucker. Dead Space 3. You want to you wanna snag that one because that's an awesome alien-type shooter game, uh, like I said, available from the 1st to the 15th. They, I believe, gave away Dead Space 2 not too long ago. They did, yeah. They've been giving away all of them. I think they gave away the first one right yeah, before that, too. So I have all of them. That, and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a survival horror type deal. It seems like it's a lot of fun. I haven't had my hands on it, but yeah. I'm downloading it. It's it's one of those classic games that's good to have, at least on your hard drive, for, for mm-hmm. re-download later when you're bored. When you're bored, you want to play some. Hell yeah. And I feel like it's cool, because this month they've given us like a, quite the array of games. We got a... Uh, uh, a driving one, uh, like shooting space one. We got a fighting mm-hmm. one, and then like an adventure one. Yeah, yeah, like a family adventure. Yeah, hell yeah. It's been a nice array, I've got to say. Um, the next game they're giving us for honor, definitely, it's worth a download. It gets old quick, in my opinion. Yeah, Ubisoft nailed this little like combat system that's uh, bringing you back to medieval times. You can be a samurai, a Viking. You know, it's just. It, it's fun, but it's the same system over and over and over again. I remember having thing. trouble with the controls as well. Yeah, the controls are a little wonky, but I mean, I don't know how they are nowadays. Maybe they did a couple updates to smooth that out. Hopefully, anyway. But uh, we played this on the beta, both of us. Yep. And, uh, you know, we had fun, but I've got to say, the fact that they gave us that beta made us not buy the game yeah unfortunately we're like oh i'm glad we got to try this because i don't want it <laughs> yeah yeah and that's the downside man those betas like help them develop the game a little better but uh on the other side it's like i wonder how many people were like us i know some people that enjoy the game yeah true i know i, I see people playing it here and there on my on my friends list but uh for me honestly it's too repetitive it's the same thing over and over again but again there's not many games like it, so maybe it fits like a niche in your your play. True, you know, and you want it, you know, it's, it's your different. Type of game. It's definitely it's different. It's definitely different. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's pretty. It's relatively quick matches. So you know, if you're into that game style where you want to match a like, multiplayer match that lasts ten minutes, this is pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> really quick if you're not good. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So check that one out. Uh, that one is available. From the 16th to the 15th, so you got plenty of time to get that one. 
Nice. And and our very last one that they're giving away is another Xbox 360 game. This one's available from the 16th to the 31st, so you got the rest of the month to download it. It's Disney's Epic Mickey 2, The Power of Two. So this is a sequel to the original Epic Mickey, uh, if you were... Uh, partaking in that game it's one of those uh as matt said before family friendly sort of adventure games where you're playing as mickey mouse uh, of all characters and i'm not sure what the overall goal of it is got a six out of ten on steam and ign i'm sure it's one of those easy achievement games or maybe one that you might want to download for your kids to play this is actually one of those game few games where you're not like blowing someone's head off and uh yeah <laughs> you could actually yeah allow your kids to get in on it possibly so it's cool that they're giving away something that's more family friendly i'm gonna give it a try are you i mean I, yeah, I, these games it. i've got to be honest i just you know i generally <coughs> download and i never play you know but uh hey maybe maybe you'll let me know it's like it's a lot of fun it might be I'm more fun than we, than we know <laughs> so the, knows? so those are the games just to run them down again we got forza horizon 2 standard edition from august 1st to 31st Dead Space 3 from August 1st to August 15th. For Honor, August 16th to September 15th. And Disney's Epic Mickey 2 from August 16th to August 31st. Ah, ton of games you can get for free 99. So why the fuck aren't you downloading them? Definitely. Get those achievements. And now we're going to get into giving you some movie suggestions. But before we do that, let's hear something from the Hop Nation USA podcast. Do you like craft beer? Uh-huh. Do you like an unending wealth of puns? Uh-huh. What about four-hour lectures on the ethics of cryptocurrency usage in third world nations? No! Oh, right. But do you still want craft beer reviews and comedy, right? Uh-huh. Then listen to Hot Nation USA, a craft beer podcast. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Music Play, and Stitcher. Are you shitting me? No, I'm not. Just listen to the podcast. Hot Nation USA. Where all fine podcasts are sold. Movie time, motherfucker. And we are back. And we got some good documentaries. We are going to lay down on you motherfuckers. And uh, I'm going to start it out. I got Gringo, The Dangerous Life of John McAfee. Now, Jesse, what do you know about John McAfee? I was just thinking antivirus. That's like the uh, the antivirus Mm -hmm. dude. Yeah, right? Now, you're thinking like, you know, maybe like a Bill Gates-like type character. He's a software guy. You know, he's probably nice, you know, put together. Nerd? This story is... This goes from like a Bill Gates-like character to Pablo Escobar so quick, it's not even funny. No shit. This is, I was not expecting this. I had no idea who John McAfee really was as a person besides like McAfee versus Norton mm. antivirus in the 90s. You know, like I knew that bit. Yep. And uh, apparently he detached himself from the company in 94. And uh, this this documentary really focuses on the whole conflict he got himself into in Belize. Hmm. In which he got himself in this little like uh, town in Belize and basically decided he was going to take it over. It was Carmelita Belize, and uh, he he wanted to like overthrow the government. Basically, he had like oh, shit. sixteen dudes dressed in like camo gear, running around in multiple vehicles, patrolling the town, issuing curfews, like all kinds of crazy shit. Wow! And uh, it eventually led to where he actually like was involved in some type of scandal where he murdered his neighbor, possibly oh. because like his dogs got poisoned. He thought it was a neighbor. It's like a deep dark thing, man. Wow! And uh. This documentary takes you all over the place, and uh, it's quite the scandal that I never expected from an antivirus coder. Yeah, right? That seems very unlikely. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, it just shows a paranoid man and just how, I I don't know, like his wealth crumbles. There's a lot going on in this doc. And uh, I've got to say it was overwhelming. I wasn't expecting such a story from it. Okay. So it, it's really overwhelming, and uh, I've watched it a couple times because I was just fascinated with it. Um, it's available on Netflix right now, so it's nice and easy to watch. It's, it's been ch- on my list for a while, but yeah, I would never have expected all that from, you know, yeah, like you said, the antivirus yeah. guy. Oh, man, it's crazy. He ends up, like, trying to, like, fight to get deported from Belize to, like, USA. Like, it, it's a whole crazy story, man. It's Damn. it's insane. And uh, literally, the guy ends up getting deported, like, to the U.S. Like, he's, like, 
it seems like he's gotten away with murder. I mean, you can reflect your own opinion when you watch the doc, but okay. it's pretty sketchy. It seems like he skipped out on hiring somebody to murder his neighbor who poisoned his dogs. Wow. And uh, basically, he was a, just the dude that was trying to take over the whole fucking town. And uh, yeah, man, it, it's a wild ride. I've got to say, I never expected it. Um, Rotten Tomatoes actually gave this shit 100%. I've never seen that. Wow. 100%. Audience said a 76%. Okay. Which I agree with. You know, it's a decent, but it's not like fucking gonna like fucking completely blow the brains out of your skull type deal. (laughs) IMDb gave it a 6.7 out of 10. I think it's a little better than that, honestly. You know, I watch a lot of docs. This one was pretty entertaining. Nice. Definitely check it out. It's available on Netflix. I think you can even get it on YouTube. Somebody's got a bootlegged up there, so check it out. Gringo, The Dangerous Life of John McAfee. Yeah, the antivirus guy. He lived <laughs> some gangster shit. Lived dangerously. Hell yeah. Well, we got another uh, sort of biopic for my suggestion. This one is called Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond. And this is a uh, d- documentary. Yeah, it's definitely a documentary. It's, it's weird because mm-hmm. it tells the story of two men. It tells the story of Jim Carrey and Andy Kaufman. And... If many of you don't know, Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman in the movie Man on the Moon. And during that filming process, he became very close with many of the people who knew Andy Kaufman throughout his life. And if you don't know Andy Kaufman, he is a uh, comedian from the, I guess, 80s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Uh, yeah. And he, infamous. So different. Alt humor. So different. If you like. You know him from the sculpt of fighting women in the wrestling. <laughs> like, that's uh, how I'll always and, remember and Mighty Andy Mouse. Kaufman. Uh, Yep. On on SNL, I believe. Yep. Yeah, and Taxi, of course. And taxi. You can't help but watch Taxi, Laka, Laka. Latka, yeah. But um this biopic sort of thing talks about, you know, his Jim Carrey's relationship with the people that knew Andy Kaufman and also kind of explains a little bit about uh, Jim Carrey too. It's weird to see this documentary mm-hmm. that kind of describes two people at once in a way. Oh yeah. And it showed a lot of what Jim Carrey was going through at the time. Yeah, and I've got to say, I've never thought of Jim Carrey as a method actor, but, I mean, he dove into this role so hard within, like, the he family members. <laughs> he was putting himself into the same rival instance with that wrestler Lawler. that Andy Kaufman had done. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I just, I found Robbie myself Lawler. fascinated with that aspect that he really dove in, and he, he literally was was coffin like through the whole process of shooting that film oh yeah absolutely and it was it was interesting they pulled some pranks too because they uh he was at one point invited to the playboy mansion where uh you know hugh hefner wanted jim carrey to come and take pictures and stuff and they're like well jim's not here right now he's either andy or he's tony because uh, there's also the character tony that was played by andy kaufman and they would always say that yes. he wasn't actually Tony. Uh, yeah, forget the, his last name. Um, but they had another guy dress up as Tony and show up to the Playboy Mansion. And then a few hours later, Jim Carrey showed up, and everyone had thought that he was Tony. So they ended up kicking the guy who's dressed as Tony out of the Playboy Mansion once Jim Carrey <laughs> showed up. Um, there, there's a lot of like really heartwarming things. There's some really sad things, you know, associated with his family, and because there's a lot of like still heartbreaking loss that happens uh, around mm. Andy Kaufman and cause he died young of, of lung cancer, I believe. And, yes. and it was, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of people loved his art and what he did. A lot of people didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was yeah. very alt humor. If you love, uh, Tim and Eric or like any of the adult swim type stuff, this is a lot of where that started was people like Andy Kaufman. Yeah, that alternative comedy. I mean, it's just, it, it's so different from what was constant at the time that it's just, you can't help but like put it as a pillar in history. Now. Yes, absolutely. It's uh, it, it's a great documentary. It's like I said, it's, so it's heartwarming and sad at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it lets you know a lot of what was going on with Jim Carrey. If you like um, the stuff he did from the Truman Show to uh, the uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, um, it kind of follows him through that too. And even a director told him at one time, uh, the director of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, told him, "I don't want you to get well because they weren't shooting for a year." And he he said to him, "You're so broken, and it's perfect." And like he's like, "Don't get well before we shoot because you need to be like this." 
what when we shoot this. But at the same time, it's it's like beautiful and artistic in a way. But yeah, it is it is his life. So he was going through some shit. It's it's a great movie. Uh, Jim and Andy. They got a seven point eight on IMDb, which uh, I would say it's pretty. I would give it a nine out of ten. I would I would give that one. That's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Seeing him perform like that 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 was a straight art. Like that that's mm-hmm. something that I feel like. You get with very few artists yeah, these days. It was like fantastic. Daniel Day Lewis is a method actor like that, and like Jim Carrey, just like I feel like it's authentic. Yeah, and that's and I feel like that's why a lot of people uh, may not take him seriously, just because like he's been in like funny stuff, but like he puts a lot of thought into what he's doing. He even wrote himself a five million dollar check and gave himself five years to cash it to himself. So yes. he's a very driven person I thought that was as cool. well. Um, yeah. To also uh, give the tomato meter reading, it got a 97%. Not quite the 100 that yours did, um, it, but it also got an 88% audience score. So I'd, I'd about agree with that 8.8 or a 9 out of 10. I would agree with that, yeah. So definitely check out you know both of the movies that we suggested. Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond is on Netflix. Um, Gringo, The Dangerous Life of John McAfee, also on Netflix and uh, possibly on YouTube. Easy to check out. Check them both out. You will be... Glad you did. And uh, now it's about the time where I think we wrap up this show. Check out that Facebook page, people. American Slacker Podcast. You'll find us there. You'll also be able to find the American Slackers group where you can chime in, post whatever you would like, and talk to a bunch of slackers like yourself. Also, stop by the Instagram, American Slacker Podcast. You'll find us there. We got the promos for each and every show. And if that's not easy enough, check out the website. It'll bring you to anything and everything. AmericanSlackerPodcast.com slash ASPodcast.com. It's brand new. It's beautiful. It's got it all. You can also check us out over on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. We also put up all of our episodes and bonus content on YouTube for you to check out some video shit that we've been creating for you. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars or nothing. That's what we always say. Tell a friend. Create another slacker get more people in on the party here also thank you to anyone watching on instagram live we have a couple of people chiming in kai kir kirai damn it i probably fucked that up but either way you get a shout out today we also had uh, <laughs> gunny k in here we had we had a couple other podcasts podworm space cast we saw you popping in and we thank oh all we of had you. bad dudes podcast we had joe rooney comedian we had starchy sticks you're all yeah. getting shout outs we here. had so many and we appreciate each and every one of you yes, Thank we you so much. oh my god if you want to talk to us more send us an email americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com let us know what we did wrong what we did to offend you and we really won't give a fuck also check out our <laughs> spotify playlist american slacker podcast hey guess what we're also on there as a regular podcast so now you can listen to the show you can listen to the music we suggest whatever you'd like the music's pretty dope though i'm gonna say we got like three hours of music go work out do something positive with your life while you're listening to the american slacker podcast playlist yeah that's my message of the week one of the positive things you can do is contribute to our patreon page we got a couple people who want to support that or people that support us that we want to thank for doing that including dave gunn Seth Anders, Kyle Nolan Bradford from the Crime Roulette Podcast, and Aaron W. from the Yes and I Am Podcast. Fucking bunch of awesome ass slackers, and we thank you so much for your support, and uh, definitely check out that Patreon if you feel like being cool, too. You can become an official American slacker, too, and get some of the rewards that we give back to you for giving us some of that support, helping to make this show a little bit better. And also, you can visit our shop at americanslackerpodcast.bigcartel.com or click on the shop section on our website and also don't forget to check us out on our personal shit or if you want to play some video games with us on instagram mwg media and on xbox live you can catch me at maddie g from hp and you can catch me on all that shit at landers the plane quick correction it's pronounced curry the one that i fucked up earlier that we're giving the shout out to all right we got that from the instagram live don't forget <laughs> to check that out again Instagram live every Saturday or maybe Sunday if we're doing something else. All right. <laughs> and uh, hey, thank you so much for tuning in with us, guys. Seriously, we love each and every one of you. Whether you're downloading the episode, whether you're watching us on Instagram live, wherever the fuck you are, you make our lives that much better. This is why we do that. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>